Hello, I'm Kirsten. Hello, I'm Joshua. And we do not have Kyla today. She is missing. Um, Her grandma died, so. Alas. She is taking some time off. This is... The weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Um, I also didn't take notes on Sunday because in my head I was like, oh yeah, it's Josh and Kyla's turn to take notes. And then on Monday morning I was like, shit, Kyla probably doesn't want to do the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And then I tried to take notes last night, but my TV kept crashing. Like, which doesn't make sense for like TVs not to work like that, but it just would not load anything. Weird. Yeah, I was trying to watch Ghost Adventures and it kept like restarting or like just like shutting down and I was like, what is happening here? Mm. I am just gonna read a Reddit story, which I mean is what Kyla does anyways, so it's we can just our entire life pretend that it is Kyla. <laughs> Happy Valentine's humans, even though it'll be a couple days after. Oh my gosh. Hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. You want to hear something really funny? So I was supposed to go, I was like really bored and on dating apps this weekend because I didn't do anything. And so I matched this dude because I was really bored. And then he was like, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight at 630? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, all right. So I ghosted him um, and I blocked him on everything. And I was like, not going, obviously. And I felt, I feel really bad a little bit because I don't normally do that. Um, I was also but just also, like, like if a you're little depressed be in your head about it. Like, yeah, it is better to just cut the bandaid <laughs> off now. I went to go get donuts for everyone at my work today, and then they didn't have vegan ones, so I had to like get on the highway. So I was on my way to get on the highway, and I don't normally go this way in the mornings, if ever. And I get at a red light, and I'm sitting there just singing my song, and then a truck pulls up. It was a Hummer. And in the corner of my eye, I was like, wow, part of this car looks oddly familiar. And then I look over and it's like, I had ghosted. There is no way. <laughs> and then we sat there for like another two minutes. And I was like, shit, I know he looked over and seen me. I don't like, I don't know, but I just had a feeling. And then as soon as the light turned green, he took off. And I was like, he definitely seen me. There is no way. <laughs> How does that even happen? It's like, not like you live in a town with two people. I know. And I was what? like, I, and I never run into anyone. I never run into anyone at the bars, at the grocery store, at like out shopping, at the like literally just never run into anyone. See, I run into people all the time, Calvary no matter a where bit I smaller. go. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, I went to Detroit and ran into somebody that I knew that just happened to be out and, like, move out there. We we went and got shawarma, and there was a place, like, at at most, maybe a dozen people in this restaurant, and uh, one of my old coworkers was there. I just... Anywhere I go, I run into at least one person I know, no matter what. I don't ever run into anyone, and that's the crazy part. And I was like, damn, 
on fucking Valentine's Day, after I just ghosted this dude, we have to sit at a stoplight for an oddly long amount of time. Because uh, I was not. sitting there for it's a hot second. They're try- Cupid's trying to get you <laughs> together. And it's just like, they're like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I don't know how to get you over the teeth. We're going to try to do some random little fate shit during this. Uh, if he shows up at my work, I'm literally hiding in the back. I'm like, I gotta go. There's stuff in the oven coming out. Creepy, because like then that makes me feel like he's stalking you. There's no but, way for anyone yeah. to know where I work based on any of my like. I don't have it on my social media. Um, okay. I don't. I have one picture where my badge. You can see part of my badge, but my hair is covering it. So you can't so low really see it. That you can, and it's not like he can cross-reference that with yeah. a million different things. Yeah, I found where he works. So, I, but also he posted a picture of him at his job. So I just searched his name, the job, and then it was like boom. And I was like, wow, why is that so easy? Dude, finding people on the internet is much easier than you would think. Yeah, and- I can't ever do it. Like that person that texted me, I don't know who the fuck that is, and they texted me, "Oh yeah, hey Kirsten." Yeah, who that or no, is. they messaged me Kirsten, and I was like, yeah, question mark? And then I was like, oh, shit, I don't know who this is. And I was like, who is this? And then they didn't say anything, and I don't know who that was. Yeah, this is why you don't respond affirmatively to random strangers. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. What a time to be alive today. It's a great day to be alive. Don't ghost people either. It's not nice. Just ghost everyone. No. You don't owe anyone an explanation for anything. I agree to an extent, and like, but I also okay. agree on like feedback to if it's something that's really a problem, give them feedback so they're not terrible to the next person. If it's something that's a problem that they can change. Yeah. But if it's something that's unchangeable... Like they gotta get braces or something. <laughs> yeah, if they need Invisalign and, you know, they can't afford it. A nose job. Pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. If, if you would need to have cosmetic surgery. <laughs> One of my experiences from living in a haunted house... I grew up in the 90s in Minnesota. My parents divorced when I was eight, and we spent every other weekend at my dad's haunted house in East Bethel. Ooh, they're giving us locations. Honestly, imagine having, like, imagine having divorced parents. But, like, imagine (laughs) having divorced parents where one house is, like, safe, and the other house is haunted, and you have to live in fear. Imagine having divorced parents where one house is semi-safe and the other house is abusive. Imagine if it was <laughs> the opposite, though. Imagine if, like, your mom's house was, like, abusive, and then you go to your dad and you, like, fucking it love your dad. But it's haunted. And Ooh. you have demon dreams every night. Ooh. Like... Actually, I kind of had it that way. At my mom's, our house was kind of haunted, and my dad was just mean. <laughs> no winning either way. Yeah, it wasn't great. I would still rather be at my mom's, but also those ghosts. <laughs> ghosts take it out of you sometimes. They do. This house had every type of ghost you could think of. A shadow man in the trench coat and a brimmed hat. 
another separate shadow figure that danced on the hallway. A man dressed to go fishing, a doppelganger of my father, two giggling little sister ghosts, and many other unseen entities. How old is this house? Dude, or like, can it attract? Do you think that there's places that can, like, attract ghosts from afar? I would think. I feel like, yeah. But, like, what do you think is the the appeal to the ghost? Maybe, like, one time, like, one of them is supposed to be there, and it's, like, was real gruesome, or for whatever reason, it's, like, a real powerful. powerful presence. And other ghosts are just like, oh, yeah, this seems like a good place to settle down. I feel like I would also maybe go to a place with the other ghosts so I wouldn't be a, an alone ghost. That is fair. It's like, just I bet it gets like, a little lonely if you're if you you're by yourself haunting one house and you can't talk to the alive people. Honestly, that would, like, suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The whole the whole theory of like ghosts get power from like electromagnetic whatever another like the EMF that's like why they register and like batteries die around them and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like maybe that if that area is just like lots of electromagnets and so maybe like the ghosts there are particularly more powerful or that's just like Hey, if I'm going to be a ghost anywhere, it's going to be where I have the ability to talk to people. Yeah. This is kind of related. What do you think about, like, so I feel like there's always, like, people, and I am one of them, um, that, like, if I'm driving at night or at daytime and I'm passing straight lights, almost every time I drive, one goes out or flickers. Yeah, that happens to me a lot, too. Which, maybe it's, like, confirmation bias of just, like, you remember the times where it goes out more than the times that it doesn't. That is true. I honestly don't know. Because going in this weird tangent, I remember when I worked at McDonald's, for whatever reason, we had, like, over-the-ear headsets for the drive-thru. My batteries would always die. Always, yeah. always, always die so fast. Are we ghosts? Are we ghosts? Every time I'm sitting in the parking lot for the gym, the lights at the they're always flickering. I mean, if we were to take a poll, at least one person would say that you're a ghost. <laughs> I'm sure someone would say something. <laughs> I don't know. Because my sister, it happens to her a lot too. And then if we're together, I feel like it happens more. Let's all just go on a group outing together and just see if we can turn off just, a bunch of lights. Yeah, just sit there and be like... Does <laughs> everyone concentrate on a light, you know? We all concentrate on one light together. Exactly. And then it shatters. Oh, I would say goodbye forever. Honestly, never talk to you again. We never, <laughs> never speak of it. I would be like, do we gotta start a cult? Like a little witches? I think we would have to. I think that coven? would have to be like the reason we start a cult. Yeah, yeah, that would. All right. The dishwasher radios and lights would turn themselves off and on randomly. Loud banging would be heard on the walls and doors. Door handles would jingle or jiggle and turn on their own. When I lived on that one house I told you about and sent you the address of, that always happened to my doorknob. 
feeling of being touched or caressed in the shower was reported. Ew. My father also had an incident where he left where he felt someone crawl into bed with him in the middle of the night when he was the only one home. My uncle reported hearing two little girls giggling and singing in the basement one night while sleeping downstairs. Upon awaking in the morning, he discovered there was no kids in the house that night. Have you also heard the theory, though, where, like, um, children ghosts are just demons? Yeah, I have. Trying to, like, like, play friendly with... Yeah, they try to get on your good side. I've heard the theory, too, uh, and I think it's a theory more about, like, with christian people that believe in ghosts because like i don't think biblically there's anything for ghosts and so they're just like ghosts are all demons oh yeah every ghost is i guess a demon. that makes sense which is also a theory but also also like not my theory not my theory there has to be good ghosts look at Casper. not my america <laughs> also there was a salamander plague one night oh the entire yard was covered in slimy, slithering salamanders. I don't I like that alliteration. Slimy, oh slithery. That's how slimy, hard to say. slithering salamanders. <laughs> it only what? ever happened once. Not positive if it was paranormal, but certainly strange. Isn't there a movie like that where, like, the little girls haunted and there's like a bunch of birds that fly to the house or bees or something weird? Uh, the only one I can remember is Dark Skies, and I have no idea about any of it except a bunch of birds just, like, flying to the house. I tried saying my house was an epicenter of dark things because we have a specifically only spider problem. No other bugs, just spiders. I hate it. Yeah. I do not like spiders. I am getting better with them than I was, like, when I was younger, but... I, if they are above me, I am just, you know, not in a happy place. No, I will leave my house and sleep somewhere else. <sighs> One sunny Saturday morning while visiting my dad, my brother and I were up early watching cartoons. I was eight years old and my brother was three. We sat on the couch and we heard three knocking sounds on the wall, five or six feet behind us. Knock, knock, knock. Our heads quickly snapped back to look at the wall where their sounds were coming from, but we saw nothing. My brother and I quickly turned to look at each other with fright in our eyes. I, being the older sister, tried to be brave and told him it was nothing. I don't know why, but in my head when I was reading this, it was a guy. But I guess it doesn't you know, matter. I don't, maybe it was because the the first attempt was a guy. Maybe, yeah. My first reading with terrible mm-hmm. grammar. As we turn our attention back to the cartoons, my little eight-year-old brain is spinning. What if the binging noise we just heard isn't just pipes? As I had been told so many times, what if it was a ghost? I hate when the ghosts come around. Why isn't my dad around whenever this happens? As the thoughts swirl in my head, we hear it again. Knock, knock, knock. That's some pretty big thoughts for an eight-year-old to have. Honestly, and it's just the dad in the attic knocking. That would be just to freak you out. Honestly, yeah. that's some shit I would do as a parent. <laughs> I would do as a parent too. Like I am I going to traumatize my children, and it's my going. Dad used to do that to us. Be, like because I want to. My dad used to like pretend to go to bed and then set the alarm, and but like after hat like and then unset it and go outside and then knock on our windows. 
Yeah, that's the kind of shit that I will do, but I'll never admit it. I'll just like be like, yeah, yeah. do your homework. <laughs> the ghosts are gonna get you. That's really funny. I know they didn't do their homework, and then I'll go knock on their windows in the middle of the night. Oh, that's hilarious. This time it's coming from somewhere in the kitchen off to our left. It's not as loud as the first time and the sound is different. Like someone is knocking on the kitchen counter this time instead of the wall. We quickly strain our necks to peek inside the kitchen while with lightning speed to catch whoever, 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 whomever. <laughs> Wait. Whomever. <laughs> I just had a stroke. <laughs> did i say that the same way every time uh i think you said (laughs) whomever i don't know how many times (laughs) my brain could not okay catch whomever or whatever is making that noise again there is nothing there i take a deep breath once again i pretend to be brave and tell my brother it's nothing just ignore it my heart is thumping in my chest and there is butterflies in my tummy as the familiar anxiety grows worse with each passing second. I tuck myself onto the couch into a ball, not wanting my legs to dangle off the edge. I no longer feel safe. Nothing is to be trusted. Knock, knock, knock. This time the sound is coming from the dining room. I can tell the noise is coming from the wooden dining table this time. I can see the entire table from where I'm sitting with the ease and there is nothing on the table that should be making noise. Nothing except me and my brother are, or no one except me and my brother are awake and no one is in the dining room. There is no logical reason for this knocking noise that is moving around us. I wonder what time this is that it's happening. Why is no one else awake? It's either, like, really early or really late. True, but also, like, I don't know. People would go to bed at, like, 11 o'clock, like, midnight. I'm just thinking, like, if it was, like, 9 a.m., it would be a little less scary if it, as at, like, 11 p.m. Yeah, because, yeah, because if it's spooky while you uh, still have to go to sleep, then that's some unfortunate times. Yeah, or, like, the darkness also kind of makes it a little spookier. Yeah, and, like, you're just like, well, it's gonna be like this for another eight hours. Oh, yeah, Oh. Just then I realized the knocking sounds have been moving in a big circle around us. If this invisible entity is to move any closer to us, the next logical place for it to be would be in the living room where my brother and I are currently sitting. No sooner than that, thought crossed my mind, it happened again. Knock, knock, knock. This time the noise was coming from the coffee table sitting less than one foot from us. I instantly flip over the back of my couch and reverse somersault motion and run at superhuman speed to my father's bedroom in a panic i completely left my three-year-old brother behind to fend for himself this luckily he wasn't shit. too far behind my sister would do to me <laughs> no, I heard this on the podcast one time i lived next to train tracks when i was at my parents house mm-hmm. and one time a dude walked off of the train tracks and immediately, like, reached into his jacket. Like, he was walking up to us while me and my sister were playing outside. My sister ran inside. She was, like, maybe, like, 12, and I was, like, 8. I'm a dumb little shit kid. I'm, like, <laughs> nothing's wrong here. I don't feel like anything's wrong. And he just had one of those, like, electro-layering things that, like, vibrate your voice. Like, uh, when, like, people have surgeries. And he's just, like, hey, can I pass through here? 
Uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Like I never registered anything was wrong until I looked for my sister and she's just gone. She's gone. She's just inside of the house, left but me. But was to- he fine? Was he a fine person? He wasn't yeah, trying no, to he was do danger. Chill. He, just, he just wanted to make sure that it was okay that he could like cut through our driveway. That's nice. He was being nice. And so it's just like <laughs> As a like, little kid though, I probably would have also ran away. We sneak into our father's room and quietly lay on the floor. Our dad would have been super pissed if we woke him up early on a Saturday morning. Okay, early morning. Even for a ghost. In our commotion, we wake up our six-year-old sister who is sleeping on our dad's floor. Us three kids have always slept on the floor together when we were visiting. So we quietly whisper what we what just happened in the living room to our sister. As we're telling her this story, something catches our eye. We can see a black shadow under this small space between the bottom of the door and the plush carpet. This black shadow is slowly pacing back and forth in the hallway just on the other side of the bathroom or of the bedroom door. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like the shadow is waiting for us. Unfortunately, I don't remember what happened after this point. Somehow... The rest of that memory has been lost with time, but I know for sure we didn't open that door. As an adult, I often wish I would have been brave and opened the door. What would have been waiting? What the entity would the entity have entered the room and attacked? Would we have been shocked and confused to find the hallway empty? Would the gray shadow just keep pacing the hallway? Obvious to our frightened, curious eyes. If you get this far, thank you for reading our story. I can't wait to read your comments. Blah, 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 blah. I said, I've done a lot of research on the home and property over the years. I can't find any evidence or death or tragedy that would account for such paranormal activity. I've also reached out to previous and current owners to see if they've had any strange experiences. The two families who lived there previously said they had never had anything strange. Neither did the family who lived right after my family. The family currently living there did not respond to my questions, and in hindsight, I regret even asking them. It wasn't cool of me to even put that thought into their head. Prior to the home being built, all I can find is that the land that the house is on was part of a farm for a family that I could find little information on. So was my family haunted, or were we all just suffering from 12 years of mass hysteria? I wonder if the family is haunted, or specifically the dad, because Ooh. it did say that it was a, du- a double ganger of the dad. Yeah, I also was- just think that, like, some people are more, like, in tune with stuff like that than others. And it does tend to be a f- familial, like... Yeah. So, like, maybe everyone else that lived in that house just, like, isn't seeing shit. Or just ignoring it, and, like justifying it as something else yeah i don't know there's definitely one in our house because our microwave is always being pressed and our door is always open the front door i went downstairs the other day like literally last week at 6 a.m when the door was wide the fuck open yeah i don't like the fact that your front door is just constantly open me either luckily i live in a somewhat safe neighborhood but i'm just like one day it's not gonna be safe and we're all gonna be murdered honestly somebody's just gonna walk up and be like oh everyone's front door is open ghosty ghost can you please just not open the front door please just get like a chain lock for it so even if they open it it just doesn't fully open but then if it was opened after that that would freak me out even more (laughs) yeah the doors the doors handles always locked when it's open Oh, so the door just, like, opens. Yeah. 
It's not the handle turning. It's just no. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you get the chain lock and that still happens, then uh, you just gotta leave. It's all over, all downhill from there. I mean, other than that, nothing like crazy or bad happens here. I don't feel like it's bad. I feel fine. Like it's creepy to like of the feeling of like being watched. And that, like, maybe there's something there that you can't see, but, like, I don't feel like they're trying to, like, push me down the stairs or anything crazy. That's fair. Yeah, don't get any ideas, ghost. Ghosts, if you can hear me, <laughs> I'm speaking directly through an electronic, so you should. Uh, push her down the stairs, just a little. <laughs> no! For content. We need more content. <laughs> Content. Make sure the phone's recording it. <laughs> yeah, you can also ghost the phone to start recording, or do it while she's like filming a Snapchat video. That'd be grand. I only do that when I'm hammered, apparently. So <laughs> grand, and then no one will believe her anyway because she'll already be hammered. They'll just assume she fell down the stairs of her True. own. Or they'll be like, "Do you have an abusive boyfriend?" And I'm like, "Oh, half those." In general, so no. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't even get an abusive one. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could, but <sighs> um, uh, that, I'm the one doing the ghosting. Do we not remember? <laughs> true, true. But I feel like ghosting isn't like abusive as much as it's like kind of rude, but also like no, it's not abusive. I'm just saying I'm not. Unable to get an abusive boyfriend because of me. More because they just suck. More because I don't want one. You yeah. have standards. Yeah. That's oh, what no. the stake is. Apparently unreasonably high standards. Unreasonably high standards. You know, somebody that is cute and also not an asshole. Yeah. You gotta you gotta pick one or the other. I'm sorry. No. No. Listen, they're not all that great looking. Honestly, I would say the majority of them aren't that the best looking. I'm out here giving people shot after, but like, oh, they've they've liked me a couple times, and I keep exiting out of them. I'll give them a shot. You're like, should have stuck with my original thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, you're you also kind of suck. Dang. Dang. You're not I cute enough to think. act like that. <laughs> you can't get away with this. I'm no. sorry. Yeah. All right. And that is my story on Ghost. Happy Ghost story. Uh, we're all going to move into a haunted house together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that lives out in the middle of nowhere uh, who is asking if I want to move in with him. And I'm having a debate just because, like... Money. 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 But also, like, the one time I was over there, just a bunch of people pulled into his driveway and then, like, immediately pulled out of it. Maybe they were just turning around. Maybe, but also it was, like, a weird place to do it. Like, he's not, like, at the end of the road or anything. Like, it's, like, of all places... And then also, one of them was, like, as we were coming up, there was a truck that was, um, like, on the other side of the road. And they 
pulled into his driveway like the first time that I came over there, like in front of us. And we didn't recognize the car. And so we're just like, we'll just keep going and like do a U-turn later. And then they like pulled out of the driveway and like did their own U-turn. And then we pulled in and they did another U-turn and drove past us again. Like they had no idea where the fuck they were at. Yeah, maybe they were lost as fuck. And then we were talking to... uh, like, I'm like, we're going to have to get into a fight. And, like, <laughs> I'm a big dude. And so, usually, I just feel like people are, in general, dissuaded. Yeah. Of just, like, just don't pick a fight, dude. It'll be okay. Like, I'm not going to kill you, but it's still not going to be a fun time. But, um... Or it's like, I'm not going to win, but it still won't be a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think fighting's ever a fun time. No. And, uh... Also, like, my entire friends group is, like, 6'2 plus, and so, and we were all there, so it's not the greatest place to be. You're like, but, oh, um, my friend group is tall as fuck. Dude, you it hear is. that, ladies? They're all tall. And almost all of us are single. So, <laughs> if you want to put two and two together, uh, it's not all about being tall. You also have to be, like confident yeah and nice uh nice. i think my friends are all nice they're just all very socially awkward gamer yeah. boys so it'd be like that i somehow am the one that is more frequently in relationships i'm not like same to me i'm not someone that's like about height like that you know what i mean like the last dude i talked to was like five four he said he was five six but he was a liar um, but like, it's not like, I've gone on dates with people that are five too. I didn't go back out with them cause they were weird, but it had nothing to do with their height. But what if it does? It what doesn't. if there's a direct correlation between being short and being weird? <laughs> I have no way to speak on that because I'm short and weird and I don't know if that's just me. Exactly. And if we do some math, you're closer to the ground, which is closer to hell, which is closer to the demon himself. That is true. So, But also I feel like um, the meanest people I've known have been tall people. Oh yeah, no. Tall people are assholes, but that's for their own sake. They they know they're being mean. They're not being influenced by the devil. I'm not the devil mean. just makes you weird. Yeah, okay. So I'm not mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't anyway. remember. I have, I feel like at some point with my height, anything over six foot is just slightly too inconvenient. Yeah, and that's like, people are like, ah, oh, the short girl. And it's like, no. Yeah, I have. I can't remember how tall my ex was, but she was like too short. (laughs) Too short, yeah. Well, like you're six six. I once talked to a dude that was that tall, and I was like, my neck hurts. And not to mention, if you're like walking into the store together and they're swinging their arms, it's like elbow to the face. (laughs) It's not fun. And then they're like, or like you're trying to keep up. Or keep up, and they turn around because they're like, oh, where are you? And it's another elbow to the face. Because you're like, I'm right here. 
Just Ouch. constant elbows. <laughs> um, I gotta say, I do hang out with a lot of short people. I haven't elbowed them in the face. So that might have been a personal choice. I feel like, in general, we walked very closely together. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But, anywho, anywho. But um, one of them is a story from an Ask Reddit thread from a couple of years ago just about deep wood hikers and campers. What is the strangest or scariest situation that you have come across? And there's quite a few, but not all of them are the greatest, but I have a couple. So, says, of the countless hours I spent in the woods, it's the one time and only a few seconds that I can't explain. I distance hike when I can. Sometimes this means getting up early or staying out late to get as many miles in as possible. Sometimes walking, walking in the pitch dark with a low light headlamp gets spooky. If you're going to walk in the pitch dark, why use a low light headlamp? Yeah, not a high beam. I feel like I would use one of those things where, like, when you turn them on, it looks like the sun. Yeah. It looks like it's daytime. I want to get one of those flashlights. Honestly, that would be nice. One time, I was walking through the woods in the nighttime, because I was... It's a long story. Um, And all I had was my flashlight on my phone, and I didn't like it. It was, like, a mile walk back to my car, and I was, like, (laughs) like, jumping every five seconds. Not a woods person, obviously, if we can't tell. I deeply apologize, but I can't let you off with a, it's a long story, that you were a mile away from your car in the middle of the woods with only a phone flashlight. Um, What was the lead up to this situation? You can be vague if you want to, but I was watching the sunset in South Haven on top of a sand dune in the middle of the woods with somebody. Were they at least with you on your way back to the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we still only had our phones, and it was still scared, and it was just us because everyone had the right mind. Because it's like like a trail that people take, but most people leave before the sun completely sets, so you're not walking in the pitch black a mile back to your car. And I was like, we should go. And they're like, no, we should stay. And I was like, we should get out of here before it's dark. They're like, we should stay. And I was like, okay. But this person has also taken, like, um just tarps up into like the woods up north and camped and you just throw it over some trees and call it a day and that's not how i do things that is fair but also like yeah great time just (laughs) tripping through the woods back to your car yeah all right um I grew up in the woods of this area. I've slept under our canopy of stars more nights than I can count. I've tracked thousands of miles of trails, riverbanks, lake shores, ridge, blah, 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 blah. So I'm establishing this because it's important you understand that I have been all around this region and know all that it has to offer in the way of wilderness. My scariest experience that happened was at about 4.30 in the morning. It was late spring, so the first morning light wouldn't be visible for another, like, 30, 45 minutes. And another hour past that until sunrise. So it was still... It's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. Like, pitch black, almost as dark as it can be. 
Um, I'm in a low bottom that's wedged between two steep ridges, um, which I think is just like a trail that's lo like lower than everything around it. Um, the trail I'm on was narrow, muddy, and completely hemmed in by thick underbrush. I'm focused on the small light from my headlamp, just one step after the other, zoned out. Then I heard a loud crack, and I froze solid. This is the part that I have trouble describing. 4.30 in springtime means I'm the only thing making noise. There's no birds chirping, there's nothing, it's dead quiet. Which, I feel like there would still be, like, insects. Like, what whatever the cicada noises are i feel like 4 30 though in the morning is pretty quiet in the springtime because i'm trying to like five in the morning even six in the morning like we're thinking warm enough that animals are out but still dark enough before the sun is up i feel like it is pretty quiet true true we'll have to experiment uh in the spring, wake up every day at 4.30 and take a walk outside. No, I do wake up early to go to the gym, but not that early. 4.30 would kill me. When I was going to the gym like a good human being, I woke up at like 6. That's what time I wake up. That still hurt my soul. Yeah, I'm good with it. I go yeah. to bed at like 9, 9.30 Dude, or 8.39. My problem was that I was still going to bed at like 1, 2 in the morning. Yeah, you can't. And then awake. Up at six, going to the gym and just being dead all day. That's day. when you just need to go to the gym before you go to bed. That's, I think, the correct play. Because then no one's there I and you're not super tired. Friend, and mm -hmm. so, like, that was the only time that worked for both of us. But maybe I just start going to the gym by myself at night. And yeah, when I am, no one's there. I can promise you that. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. I've been to the gym at like 1 a.m. And it's yeah. it's a peaceful place. It is. But anyway, mid-step I froze. When fight or flight kicks in, you have these immediate instinct thoughts. The thought that instantly flashed in my mind as I stood there balancing myself into the silent or into silence was if I hear that again, I'm turning around and I'm going back the way I came in a hurry. Why? Because that sound was not a branch breaking. It wasn't deadfall. It wasn't a widowmaker. What is a widowmaker in terms of trees? A widowmaker tree is an attached or broken limb on a treetop that will just fall and kill forest workers. Interesting. Oh, sorry. I had to look that up mid-story. I mean, I was wondering... Yeah, I, it's like, it looks like the whole top of a tree kind of falls off, but it falls onto another tree. Oh. And so it's like a huge tree that's just precariously balanced. Huh. But anyway, hearing it twice, well, that meant get out of here. To describe it as best as I can, it sounded like a decent sized wooden stick being violently whacked against the smallest tree. More a fungo bat-sized stick than a baseball bat. I don't know if you uh, have ever hit a stick against a tree. I think that might be like a yes. dumb child thing. Yeah. But, I haven't uh, done it as an adult. I've done it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those dumb child things of just like... 
I'm going to hit this against a tree as hard as I can to make a loud noise. Yeah. Also, I just had a flashback to this one time. Sorry, very big tangents. I was walking with my cousin, and he just kept throwing snowballs at people. And we were, like, in the woods walking back to our house. And um, he just, like, hit something. Like, hit... I don't know how the chain reaction happened, but he was just walking, like, being an annoyance. And then out of nowhere, a branch just fell from the tree on top of his head. Damn. Like, I think either he hit something or something he threw. Like, I think he was, like, throwing sticks and stuff ahead, too. Like, he was just kind of, like, being a menace. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, one of them, like, took him out. (laughs) It was just, like, dang. That's pretty crazy. Trees are a dangerous place. And trees also... are a dangerous place. One time I was riding my bike and it was after a storm and the tree just went right in front of me and I stopped and I was like, I don't want to move this fucking tree. So I waited until some dude came along and they moved the tree. <laughs> that is amazing. Was it like a bicycle bike or like yeah. a bad bike? No, like Did I was... Did you not have just like lifted the bike over the tree? I could have. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Was it a long time that you were waiting, or no. was it like a? It was on. I was on a bike trail, so there was often people running oh, or biking. Okay. So I was like, I'll just wait a couple minutes until someone comes along. That is fair, and they can do it for. I understand, but I'm like just imagining like no one's out because it's raining or something. And oh, it's it was like... the morning after a storm. Oh, okay. So it broke, and I think it was, like, hanging on another tree, and then just fell. As this makes I... so much more sense. I thought you were riding your bike during the storm, <laughs> and, like, trees are coming down around you, and you're like, I'm just gonna sit here, and somebody can come help me with this situation. <laughs> I'm just, like, out here, just like, I'm gonna take my pink beach cruiser in the middle of a storm <laughs> on a little bike ride. <laughs> Hey, you know, if the storm could have, like, happened later, like, you could have yeah. just been like, ah, I'm going to ride the bike while the sky looks kind of scary. I I have done that, so I guess that is a possibility, I suppose. Exactly. You know, it could have happened. But anyway, um, do-do-do-do. The distinction in my head being that this loud sound was a crack and not a thud or a bump. And I have described it as explosive in the past because it was so sudden and so terribly loud. I had the sense that it was about 50 yards directly in front of me and it was loud and clear. Now, as I stood there, completely swooped, I realized the soon-to-be worst part of my situation. I knew where the sound came from and I knew where the trail went. In about 30 yards, I was going to come to a 180-degree turn and start up the ridge going away from the creek. This meant as soon as I got the courage to move towards the noise, I was going to have to turn my back to it and get up that ridge. This made me very nervous. My head somewhere between methine murderer and Bigfoot bludgeoning. And also that means that, like, it was 20 yards into the woods away from the trail. Yeah. Stop getting off trails. Stay on the trails. Stay on the trail. 
Because minutes passed, I just breathed my foggy breath into my glasses and listened. Nothing. Dead quiet. I've got about 20 to 30 minutes into first, until first light. I crank up the headlamp and start to slowly creep to the 180 degree turn. When you wear a headlamp in the woods at night, every branch in front of you casts a big black moving shadow on the trail. This did not help me. Just Absolutely get by your own truth. Yeah. I get to the turn and quickly make the bend. I'm moving pretty fast at this point, trying to be quiet, taking tiny shallow breaths so I can listen while going up the trail. And then I smell it. A stench hits me worse that sorry, a stench hits me that I can't describe. I just imagine wet, rotten death. I've actually worked scenes where humans have expired in a past life as a firefighter. This was like a days old decomposition, but it just smelled strange. I kept walking fast. By the time I made it up the ridge, I was huffing, and the first light was showing. I didn't stop moving until full light was out and the birds were chirping. I've heard it all in our woods, I've smelled it all, and I'm telling you, I don't know what the hell that was. Deadfall and especially leaved out branches make a lot of noise on the way down. I've heard it many times. I don't know what it could have be could have been. And that's like it's kind of a less encounter story, but just like a weird noise story while you're alone. A weird noise from somebody that basically has lived in the woods. And also the smell thing. It's always the Wendigo smell. <sighs> yeah. Oh, just like weird, rotten. I feel like those type of, yeah, those type of people always know when it's like not a dead animal smell, really. Like, you, if you're walking by, you can't just be like, oh, it's just a dead animal. You're like, that's more weird than a dead animal while still smelling like death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was one of the stories. And would you like me to read the second one, or would you like to play it safe? I would like to play it safe, because I still have to change and do my makeup. <laughs> I completely understand. I tried to get them to leave, let me leave early, but we were so busy at work. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. No worries. It also was a bit of my fault for not noticing the messages early. Oh, it's okay. And it's just like a weird week and death and people getting sick and yes also i am glad that i recovered a decent amount i've been like out of it for a week yeah i was pretty fine except for some reason like i uh, we all can we all know i'm a pretty like i cry a lot i wouldn't i wouldn't say emotional as in like i can't control my emotions but i'm just like a sensitive person so i cry a lot Mm -hmm. i cried almost three days in a row uncontrollably when I was watching Grey's Anatomy. Well, yes, is a sad show, but like any other time I watch it, I'm not crying uncontrollably when I had COVID. And I was like, why am I so sad? Like, yeah, Grey's Anatomy is a sad show, but like it's also 18 seasons and all the other freaking seasons I wasn't crying like this. And I was just yeah. like, wow. Just, you know, sometimes you just get into your feels. Especially- like literally... 
crying all day long <laughs> while I was watching it. I was like, what is wrong with me? And I messaged Kyla and I was like, I can't tell if I'm like depressed or what. And then it hit me and I said, I wonder if COVID just makes you extra sad. I think just being sick sometimes can just be like. Well, I think there, I Googled it and it said that some people just like, it, high, it like makes, how it ha- makes you feel like you want to cry for some reason, like COVID does. And then on top of that, I was watching Grey's Anatomy and so it was like, checks out. We're crying in this bitch today. We, yeah, and we did. And then I was like, uh, I went to back to work and I said, yeah, I just cried the entire time. And everyone's like, are you okay? And I was like, no. No, I'm not having a great time. Sorry. Yeah. And they're like, wow, you thought you were hungover and you just had COVID. And I said, yeah, pretty much. I thought you were hungover, but turns out you just had COVID. Well, I thought I was hungover because that's when I went and I met that drag queen and I was taking a bunch of shots. And I was hungover, but I thought I was hung. Like, I didn't think I was sick. I'm like, oh, this hangover is just lasting forever. And it turns out I just had COVID. Mm. Yeah. Well feel better um thank you thank you we say good night because we record this at night so we can just pretend good night everybody (laughs) good night everyone thank you for listening uh if you feel free to email us at the weird and suspicious at gmail.com yes if you're looking for help we unfortunately cannot offer you much help and i apologize There is um, hotlines you can call if you are struggling with something. Um, If you want to write in an event, you can do that, but we cannot offer you much help. (laughs) Anywho, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.